Mixed messages about alcohol. Age seven. Now is the right time. Now is the right time to deepen your awareness of the messages your child receives about alcohol, the impacts, and how you can construct the messages you send going forward to support healthy choices. Though peer pressure does not typically tempt children to drink alcohol until the ages of 11 to 14, they still receive messages and modeling throughout childhood that will have a significant impact on whether or not they'll be able to make healthy decisions about alcohol when the time comes. As a parent or those in a parenting role, the messages you send about alcohol in your child's early years can set them up for healthy choices and success. National trends regarding alcohol use are headed in the right direction. Alcohol use among teens across the United States is less prevalent than even five years ago. Alcohol is the most widely used substance among children and can have a significant impact on their brain development. During the teen years, children will be introduced to greater risk-taking situations that may involve alcohol, drugs, or risky sexual behaviors. As a parent or those in a parenting role, you can prepare your child with information, coping strategies, and responsible decision-making skills to prepare them for when they are faced with these risk-taking situations. The steps below will help your child learn more about your family values and how they relate to alcohol. These steps will grow your child's skills to make healthy choices about alcohol use. Why mixed messages about alcohol? Children receive many mixed messages about alcohol consumption and its role in their lives and communities. They may see commercials or alcohol products in a glamorous context on television shows. They may encounter drunk adults at weddings, festivals, or concerts. These outside messages, though they have an impact, are not as critical as the messages that you and your immediate family and friends send to your children through your actions regarding alcohol. It's never too late to become more aware of the messages your child is receiving, their impacts, and how you can shape the messages you send going forward to promote healthy choices. Today, in the short term, promoting healthy choices about alcohol can help you better understand what your child is learning regarding alcohol and whether the messages they are receiving are desirable or need to change. Strengthen communications between family members about the role of alcohol, help your child make healthy choices and responsible decisions, and help you feel confident that you've prepared your child to make healthy choices. Tomorrow, in the long term, your child grows capacity to assert boundaries and establish healthy relationships, grows skills and self-control, cultivates healthy habits that will contribute to their ongoing emotional and mental well-being, makes more conscious choices about their behaviors, and feels a greater sense of trust and support from you. Five Steps for Promoting Healthy Choices This five-step process helps you and your child learn more about alcohol use and how you can promote healthy choices while preventing peer pressure that leads to alcohol use and misuse. It also develops essential skills in your child. The same process can also be used to address other parenting issues. Here is a tip. These steps are done best when you and your child are not tired or in a rush. Here is a tip. Intentional communication and a healthy parenting relationship support these steps. Step 1. Get your child thinking by getting their input. You can get your child thinking about healthy choices regarding alcohol by asking them open-ended questions. You'll help prompt your child's thinking. You'll also begin to understand their thoughts, feelings, and challenges better so that you can address them. In gaining input, your child can think through and problem-solve any peer pressure they might experience related to alcohol use. 
has a more significant stake in anything they've designed themselves. And with that sense of ownership comes a greater responsibility for implementing new strategies and taking responsibility for their relationships. We'll have more motivation and courage to take responsibility for their actions. And we'll be working with you on making informed decisions, understanding the reasons behind those decisions about critical aspects of their life. Actions. Ask questions and listen carefully to your child's responses, since they will shape how you will talk about alcohol use. Questions you could ask include, what have you noticed about how foods and drinks affect your body? How do various foods and drinks make you feel? Children do not automatically make the connection between what they eat and drink, how it impacts their bodies, and how they feel. For example, you may want to highlight sugar in sodas or candy and how it gives you a lot of energy fast, but then depletes your energy just as quickly. You may want to highlight protein and vegetables and how they can build muscle and offer energy that stays with you. You can highlight caffeinated drinks like coffee, tea, or energy drinks that give you a jolt of energy. These examples help children make the relationship between what they put into their bodies and how it makes them feel. These reflections will lay the groundwork for future healthy choices and may be the first time your child has considered substances in this way. How do we make healthy choices with food and drinks in our family? Be sure to think of examples of ways that you make healthy choices, like saving dessert for after dinner, eating candy in moderation, or eating a fruit or vegetable with each meal. Ask your child about alcohol. Listen carefully to what your child understands and the gaps in understanding. It will help you formulate future teaching and practice opportunities. What do you know about alcoholic beverages? When do you see it and how is it used? Do you have any ideas on why alcohol might only be appropriate for grown-ups? Here is a tip. Your child may have different impressions about your attitudes and values toward alcohol based on their observations. Listen carefully to their understanding of the role of alcohol in your family's life and how they perceive your values. Their impressions may surprise you. Here is a trap to avoid. Don't get caught up in feeling defensive about your drinking practices. Keep focused on the fact that your child is just at the start of understanding alcohol. It's a brand new chance to offer essential guidance. Focus on the impacts you can have today and in the future. Here is a trap to avoid. Some parents and those in a parenting role wonder whether allowing their children to drink in the home will help them develop an appropriate relationship with alcohol. According to most studies, this does not appear to be the case. In a study of 6th, 7th, and 8th graders, researchers observed that students whose parents or those in a parenting role allowed them to drink at home and or provided them with alcohol experienced the steepest escalation in drinking. Step 2. Teach new skills by interactive modeling. Though your child has likely been exposed to adults drinking, you may or may not have had a specific conversation about the role of alcohol. The first impressions about alcohol your child may have formed could have come from some experiences with adults. Because alcohol can be such a frequent and common presence in daily life, and certainly at celebratory events, it can be challenging to figure out what lessons your child has learned from that modeling. Yet modeling, your actions, is the greatest teacher. Actions. Examine family messages around the role of alcohol and think about what they're teaching your child. Some questions you can ask yourself include, where do you take your child where alcohol is present? How are these places shaping your child's perception of alcohol? Is drinking alcohol a part of your daily life, weekly lives? When is alcohol present when your child is around? Is alcohol typically consumed in moderation? 
Do individuals drink to the point of intoxication, more than one to two drinks? Do children sip or have a taste of alcohol at any events? Are children given alcoholic beverages, under 21, at a certain age? When someone becomes intoxicated, how do other adults react to that person? Are they laughed at? Are they the source of ridicule? Are they a source of shame? Do people reject them? Do they become more popular? How is that person treated? If there are relatives who are dealing with alcohol use disorders like alcohol addiction, how does the family treat them? How are they spoken about when they are not around? The answers to these questions formulate the experiences your child witnesses and what they are currently being taught about alcohol. Though you may want to have the family value of kindness and loving support, alcohol use and misuse can be a source of shame in many families. Understanding what challenges you face can better position you to teach your child about alcohol in healthy, constructive ways. Talk about your family history with alcohol. Research shows that children of adults with alcohol use disorders are between 4 and 10 times more likely to become alcohol-dependent themselves. These children are more likely to begin drinking at a younger age and progressively have challenges as they grow. If this is true for your family, talking about family history can break that family cycle and teach your child how to make healthy choices. Create empathy and compassion through understanding. Promote empathy and understanding as family members deal with challenges in life. This is the ideal time to teach your child about the reasons behind alcohol use and misuse. This does not mean supporting the unhealthy behaviors of a family member who has a substance use disorder, but communicating to your child that the family member has an illness they must treat, just as you might view a family member dealing with diabetes, asthma, or other chronic diseases. This is a family value worth communicating. Become a strong parent advocate. If you are in a circumstance in which relatives become intoxicated, trust your gut. Your family is likely no longer safe since there are individuals present who have lost control. When people become unsafe, it's your responsibility as a parent or those in a parenting role to get you and your child to safety. Leave the celebration. Let your child know that the reason you are leaving is because there are adults who have made unhealthy choices and have lost their sense of control. Talk about the feelings someone might have that would cause them to resort to unhealthy means of coping. Ask your child if they have ever felt that way. Reassure your child that it's normal to feel overwhelmed by your problems at times, and yet using alcohol and other substances does not solve the issue and can instead lead to medical problems. Offer your thoughts on ways you gain a bigger perspective on the world and the possibilities. Take the learning further because your child will increasingly need to find ways to deal with stress and social pressures. Expectations of who they are and what they should do increase with age and a child's social awareness. This is the perfect time to discuss and brainstorm options for coping strategies. You could ask, when you are upset, what makes you feel better? Brainstorm a list together. Write it down. Instead of discussing alcohol, you may want to consider questions about health and healthy development. How do you keep healthy? Diet, exercise, preventative doctor visits? How do food and drinks fit into keeping your body healthy? What substances alter your body and brain, like coffee, tea, over-the-counter medicine, prescription medicine, alcohol, energy drinks, and others? How do those altering substances fit into a healthy lifestyle? What do you and or your partner or other family members believe should be the role of alcohol in family life and with children? What do you want your child to learn? 
How can you align your actions with those values? Set and communicate clear expectations that demonstrate your values. Now that you have articulated your family's hopes and values, consider what goals you can set for yourself and what goals you can encourage your child to set to align actions with values. Create a family ritual of expressing gratitude in your lives. Children are often corrected and told what they are not doing right. You can create a balancing force in your child's life by focusing on what is good, strong, and healthy in your life. Whether you make a habit of sharing grateful thoughts, sitting down to a family meal, or keeping a running list on your family's chalkboard, find a way to share specifics on what is positive in your lives. Your child will start to think in those terms as well. Children who are more aware of how they belong and are loved are more likely to respect rules and boundaries and make healthy choices. Here is a tip. Did you know that giving children or teens at any age under 21 sips of alcohol sends a clear message to children and teens that authority figures feel drinking is acceptable for them? These children and teens are more likely to experiment with alcohol or drugs younger and more frequently with friends than those whose families did not permit sipping. Researchers advise not allowing drinking even on special occasions for those under 21. Step 3. Practice to grow skills and develop habits. Practice can be pretend play, cooperatively working together, or trying out a new skill with you as a coach and ready support. Practice is necessary for children to internalize new skills. Practice makes vital new brain connections that strengthen each time your child performs a new action. At this age, you will help support your child in resisting alcohol use by supporting their development of healthy boundaries, goal setting, problem solving, empathy, and leadership. Actions. Take the small first step. If you've set a goal to leave unsafe situations, for example, set your family's expectations ahead of time. If a wedding is coming up that you know could pose a challenge with drinking relatives, decide ahead of time on a reasonable time to leave together before trouble begins. Before peer pressure ramps up in the middle years, teach your child refusal skills and have them practice with you so they know how to react if they are offered alcohol, cannabis, or other substances. An example might be, how would you react if a friend tried to convince you to take candy from the store? Perhaps your child has set a goal to resist daily candy temptations and only eat it on the weekends. Find specific ways you and your child can take small steps to work on the healthy choice goals you've set. When your child comes to you with an interpersonal problem, whether with a friend or a teacher, reflect feelings. Ask what choices your child might have in communicating with this other person. Offer supportive language that will help your child broach the topic. Show your confidence that they can manage their communications and solve problems. Practice empathy. When your child comes home with reports of a conflict between friends or a mistake a friend made, talk about that friend's perspective. You could ask questions like, why would she have chosen to be mean to her friend when they've been friends since kindergarten? Usually, misguided behavior is evidence of hurt surfacing or unmet emotional needs. Practice digging for reasons with your child and showing empathy for their friend. Instead of judging, your child will practice understanding others' feelings and thoughts better. This can be a significant asset as they navigate challenging social situations. Tell stories of your own or your child's ability to empathize and be kind to others. These stories will begin to shape your child's identity as one who can empathize and act compassionately no matter the social pressure. Encourage leadership. In every group, a leader emerges, and they are typically the individuals who pressure others to do what they want. 
As you grow your child's social and emotional skills, they will have an opportunity to influence the decision-making of their friendship group. Your young leader must regularly reflect on their choices since they influence a group. Talk about social situations and opportunities for decisions. Give your child plenty of chances to decide where they fall on various social issues, thus exercising their sense of responsibility and right and wrong. Here is a tip. When your child comes to you with a peer pressure challenge, reflect on their feelings. Ask open-ended questions to prompt their thinking. Show trust and support that they can solve their problems with reflection. Step 4. Support your child's development and success. At this point, you've learned together the mixed message and modeling your child encounters related to alcohol. You've practiced by setting goals and working toward growing foundational skills, such as boundary setting, problem solving, empathy, and leadership. Now you can offer support when it's needed. Parents or those in a parenting role naturally provide support when they see their child fumble with the situation they need help. This is no different. Actions. Ask key questions. How are you feeling about your friends? Do they treat you well? Do they pressure you? Are there times when your friends or other classmates want you to do something you don't want to do? Reflect on outcomes. Seems like you are worrying about your friends and their impressions of you today. Often it helps if you talk about it. What's going on? Stay engaged. Be ready to talk when your child is eager. Their willingness to talk comes at the most inopportune moments. Remember that these are precious windows of opportunity for you to learn about what's going on in their lives and to offer support. Engage in further practice. Talk about times when you don't want to go with the crowd. Perhaps the school PTA made a decision and you weren't supportive. How will you keep your relationships and make responsible decisions for yourself and your family that may not go along with the crowd? Help grow your child's leadership and assertive communication skills by discussing when you set healthy boundaries and maintain relationships. Step 5. Recognize positive reinforcement to foster motivation. No matter how old your child is, your positive reinforcement and encouragement have a significant impact. If your child is working to grow their skills, even in small ways, it will be worthwhile to recognize it. Your recognition can go a long way in promoting positive behaviors and expanding your child's confidence. Your recognition also promotes safe, secure, and nurturing relationships, a foundation for strong communication and a healthy relationship with you as they grow. There are many ways you can reinforce your child's efforts. It is important to distinguish between three types of reinforcement, recognition, rewards, and bribes. These three distinct parenting behaviors have different impacts on your child's behavior. Recognition occurs after you observe the desired behavior in your child. Noticing and naming the specific behavior you want to reinforce is key to promoting more of it. For example, you were able to set a healthy boundary with a friend. I love seeing that. Recognition can include nonverbal cues and acknowledgement like a smile, high five, or a hug. Rewards can be helpful in certain situations by providing a concrete, timely, and positive incentive for doing a good job. A reward is determined ahead of time so that the child knows what to expect, like, if you make a healthy choice for your after-school snack, we will go for a bike ride together. If you X, then I'll X. It stops any negotiations in the heat of the moment. A reward could be used to teach positive behavior or break a bad habit. The goal should be to help your child progress to a time when the reward will no longer be needed. If used too often, rewards can decrease a child's internal motivation. 
Unlike a reward, bribes aren't planned ahead of time and generally happen when a parent or those in a parenting role is in the middle of a crisis. Like in the grocery store checkout line and a child is having a tantrum. To avoid disaster, a parent or those in a parenting role offers to buy a sucker if the child stops the tantrum. While bribes can be helpful in the short term to manage stressful situations, they will not grow lasting motivation or behavior change and should be avoided. Here is a trap to avoid. It can be easy to use bribes when recognition and occasional rewards are underutilized. If parents or those in a parenting role find themselves resorting to a bribe frequently, it is likely time to revisit the five-step process. Here is a trap to avoid. Think about what behavior a bribe may unintentionally reinforce. For example, offering a sucker if a child stops a tantrum in the grocery store checkout line may teach the child that future tantrums lead to additional treats. Actions. Recognize and call out when it is going well. It may seem obvious, but it's easy not to notice when everything moves smoothly. Noticing and naming the behavior provides the necessary reinforcement that you see and value your child's choice. For example, when your child is practicing making healthy choices for their body, a short, specific call-out is needed. I noticed you drank your whole water bottle to stay hydrated. Excellent! Recognize small steps along the way. Don't wait for the significant accomplishments. Remember that your recognition can work as a tool to promote more positive behaviors. Find small ways your child is making an effort, like using self-control, and let them know you see them. Build celebrations into your routine. For example, if your child works hard at a physical activity, make a healthy smoothie to enjoy together. Or, after your child shares a story about being a leader at school, give a high five and invite them to share their success story with a close relative. In closing, engaging in these five steps is an investment that grows your skills as an effective parent or those in a parenting role on many other issues and grows essential skills that will last a lifetime for your child. This tool allows children to become more self-aware, deepen their social awareness, exercise their self-management skills, work on their relationship skills, and demonstrate and practice responsible decision-making. Center for Health and Safety Culture, 2023, Mixed Messages About Alcohol, Ages 5 to 10, retrieved from https colon backslash backslash www.toolsforyourchildsuccess.org. Copyright 2023, Center for Health and Safety Culture at Montana State University. This content does not necessarily reflect the views or policies of the Tools for Your Child Success communities, financial supporters, contributors, SAMHSA, or the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services.